Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat. Drinker of blood, keeper of the chronicle, and all around a spooky dude. <laughs> 
Our heroes escaped their morgue adventure unharmed, so it was just another night in Montreal. Iris was forced to negotiate with a vampire who wants her kindred DJ back. Ridley lost control in his neighborhood after taking his little brother Xanatos to a hockey game, and Everett got pulled back into the police game when he received a mysterious phone call from Harvey. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Ah, 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 ah. You arrive at the offices of Harvey Grimm, private investigator and local stand-up comic. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> to find that uh, the uh, the door is ajar, um, and as you enter the office, um, you can tell that clearly there was a struggle. Um, oh, it man. looks like the desk has been cleared. Um, just kind of eyeballing it, it looks like Harvey has been dragged up and over the desk. Um, uh, the place seems to have been tossed slightly, um, but uh, there's no sign of Harvey. Any blood? No. Okay, well, that's... Good, There's a least. couple broken bottles, though. Like, it looks like there was a fight, but... Sure, but just... He was also drunk and sleepy. <laughs> all the places that have been busted into that I've walked up to so far have been, A, in the act of mauling Emily, or B, a bloody crime scene. So I'm very relieved that there's no blood. So, Tom, I'm assuming we're all together. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the Coterie has come back together now, um, kind of at Everett's bequest, to uh, help Harvey Grimm investigate uh, the, the disappearance of Dominique Looney. Um, who is sort of a almost a pseudo client of Harvey's, uh, but um, that he's now embroiled in, in finding. So he was supposed to. He was basically paid to um, to tail her and keep an eye on her, uh, and she has gone missing. Uh, now Harvey himself has gone missing. You also found um, a blood splatter pattern, and using Iris's premonitions, uh, determined that uh, a man had been shot there by some third party, uh, yeah. and that Dominique had been drugged and pulled out of the room. So I imagine I've been caught up, but we've yeah, kind of gone. Yeah, just the way we can. Like, I think um, for the purposes of <laughs> texted you everything you need to know. <laughs> Lol. And, and I know it all because I made someone read it to me. But <laughs> you don't know like, and then there was blood on the wall. <laughs> oh my gosh! It looks like nope, somebody I, shot somebody. I can't expose him to violence. That's not allowed. It's Is one of this my core a video tenets. game? <sighs> Always. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Then yeah. I'm not worried about that. Good little Santos. <laughs> Um, um, so yes. uh, I think just as a general kind of um, narrative conceit, um, generally speaking, since uh, I think we've kind of determined as we've started to play this a bit more and, and kind of got more of a feel for the show, there will be a lot of times when you're all kind of apart. Mm-hmm. Um, let's assume that you're caught up unless there's a reason not to be. If it's something you're expressly like, I don't tell them this. Okay, uh, we're just going to think in a little bit more in TV show terms so that we can just kind of clip through these stories a little easier rather than like, and then we drove here and then we got out of the car and then we went into the building. Then we went up the stairs and then we arrived at the door. It's just like, you're in the place now. It's and not a Terrence Malick movie. Like we're, no, we're getting in there. Yeah. Okay. It's a Terrence Tarantino movie. He's the lesser known brother of Quentin. Yeah. So I probably get Xanatos home safe and I get the boys to drop me off, but then I sent them away because I don't want them to be with with whatever we're going to do because <laughs> they're a lot more recognizable than us. Uh, Tom, looking at this apartment, I think Ridley would look at it to try to figure out if this is one of the fake tossings because he's done home invasions before. But there's like there's the home invasion where you're actually looking for something sure, to yeah, rob yeah. it or where you just knock a bunch of shit over so it looks like a robbery. No, this is, this is clearly uh, someone did rifle through Harvey's files. Um, you get the sense that the cabinets and things were done very, very cursory. It was just a very quick thing. Um, you can see the laptop is gone. So the, the computer that he would have, um, I feel like he's kind of like a, an ancient laptop kind of fella. I don't mm. get the sense that he'd be like <laughs> up to date. He's still <laughs> using Microsoft edge. It's a real problem. Ooh, boy. Ooh, he's not a monster. Um, get at me, Microsoft edge, Twitter. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, um, that said, his desk seems to have been more more thoroughly tossed, and um, I think Everett, as you kind of examine what's there, uh, you don't find you're familiar with how Harvey tends to track things. Mm-hmm. Um, the entire uh, Sheila Man Dominic Looney file seems to be gone. There doesn't seem to be any evidence of of that case at all. The file's gone. Um. The, hmm. So it looks like he was subdued. Um, and is his phone here? No. No, his phone is gone. Uh, I can, okay, let's say you, sorry, to be clear, his, you find half of a flip phone. Oh, okay, so his phone is broken. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you were to venture a guess, he likely thumbed off that text, and then they caught it and smashed it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So if I had to guess there... I would say they took your boy and they're going to pump him for information before they kill him. Because if they've shot people in the hotel, then they could have just kicked in the door and shot him and be done. But they took shit, specifically like detective shit, and he's gone. So we got a window, but it's fucking going to be tight. Um, Iris. Oh, sorry. I'll let you get to your theory in a second there, Everett. Um, Iris, given that you're not really a crime scene investigation lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to see, do you think you would try and investigate uh, anything? You are, however, I think probably the only web-savvy person of the three. Um, so are there any leads you'd like to investigate um, online while these two are, like, tossing the room? Because I just, I, I feel like if me as Tom McGee arrived at a crime scene, I'd be like, what button do I push to see where the clues are? <laughs> and then you tell me what I see. Um, instead, I'd like to be like, I'll oh, Google shit. So you've got the initials on the, the thing. You've got uh, a few names. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the business card. Is there anything you'd like to investigate? I mean, I'd probably start looking into um, Dominique herself. Okay. Because she seems to be kind of the uh, linchpin of this and probably looking at like social sites and, and trying to get a feel for who she is and what might be going wrong or who might be out after her. Okay, that's cool. I dig that. Um, okay, so let me think on that. I'll tell you what to roll in a second. Everett, you had a, a theory. Uh, yes, so I have a theory so far. Um, Jerome Mann, the one who Sheila Mann suspected of having an affair, was seeing one Dominique Looney. They met at a motel. Uh, he, so, uh, Someone was shot. I think it was him. And Dominique was taken away. And now Harvey, who's investigating Dominique, has also been taken away with that file. So I think some very important people at the law firm of Brooks, Mann, and Associates want to make sure that their boy, Mr. Mr. Mann, is not seen in any kind of ill light or something like that. It's the only address we have. I think we need to go there next. Well, you go that all. What if it's the wife and she fucking blew him away? Because he was sleeping with the lady, and then she took out the P.I. who could trace her to it. That doesn't track because she hired the P.I. to begin with. Okay, I'm just saying, we got one person who's in the middle of this too. Do you think they'll take her? That is a good point. Um, The file that was taken likely had Sheila's, like... Info as well, right? Yep, likely. Uh, you know yeah. that, like Harvey, even though he's he's kind of fallen on the sauce pretty hard now, like he's still a meticulous note taker. Like yeah. he's an old school gumshoe, right? Yeah. He's an old school detective. But the thing is that it's not here because it's in the the That's file correct. that was taken. But you yeah. know that he would one hundred percent log all that. Okay, he has like those old printouts just 
lying around. It's like the same slightly off-center printout with like a hair in the middle of it that he's just used forever. I think we have to go to the law firm next. Iris, are you getting any uh, extra sensory premonitions or anything like at the motel room? Um, Am I? (laughs) So, okay, so two things. So first of all, let's deal with internet, then we'll deal with premonitions. Um, So, uh, Miles, can you please roll me an intelligence and technology check, please. Premonition-wise, um, I think in keeping with limiting the the use of that, I think um, whenever uh, Iris currently, when you reach out, um, all you hear are those gunshots, like the the whatever sort of psychic residual was on the um, the cufflink is really fucking with your head. Three successes. Three successes, great. So. Uh, so first and foremost, you immediately kind of hop on Facebook and LinkedIn, um, and uh, you find that um, Dominique uh, seems to be um, sort of a, uh, she seems to have, uh, would you think you, sorry, ah, getting ahead of myself here. Would you go to LinkedIn or Facebook first, do you think, or Instagram? Instagram. Instagram. Cool. Never LinkedIn. <laughs> That's an Emily problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So you hop on Instagram um, and you find, uh, you see Dominique. Uh, she is uh, very sort of conventionally beautiful. Um, she's got like a slight tan, uh, sort of long blonde hair, radiant smile. Um, you can tell she's definitely got kind of a yoga body. Um, she uh, has a lot of photos of her climbing things. Uh, there's a lot of kind of like outdoor, you know, the, the classic like I'm in frame, just finished a run kind of uh, photos. Um, you see uh, a couple uh, that seem to be her and um, a bunch of friends uh, having just finished a marathon. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, like hashtag work pals, hashtag run for the cure. Um, and they're, they're all wearing like the same t-shirt and doing like a classic, like we just did a hard thing together. It's a very <laughs> like staged corporate we're fun and hip photo. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see uh, a couple of her kind of like slouched at a, at a desk that's covered in tchotchkes. Um, just kind of like, it was, it was just sort of that, like hashtag that intern life. Um, and yeah, that's kind of what you get from Insta. So she's You've, normal. Yes. You rolled three successes, though, so I'll let you investigate three things. So from Instagram, all you get is just that she she seems like a a fun, healthy person. Okay. So that's that's one? Yep. Okay. Um, What about just, like, general searches of her name on... Searches? Yeah, totally. Um, She... So she comes up... um, Like, obviously, you get her social feeds first. Um, but, uh, she does also come up, um, as, uh, listed as an intern or former intern rather of Gimme, uh, which is G I M M I, uh, which you recognize, uh, you've heard of them a bit. Uh, they're essentially a tech startup that funds startups. So think like Patreon at a much, much higher level. So the idea is if you have a cool idea, you bring it to Gimme, and Gimme helps you raise the the, the capital. Mm-hmm. The irony being that they themselves are still a startup. Um, but um, as you click through that, it's 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 the kind of site that immediately kind of makes you roll your eyes because I think as an artist, this kind of attitude is frustrating. It's it's a it's a manufactured bohemian vibe. It's like an open concept office. You immediately recognize the logo from the uh, the runners T shirts. 
Um, and you can kind of safely assume that's where she was most recently working. Uh, that said, uh, she's listed on like, give me alumni. Um, and you get the sense she doesn't work there anymore. Okay. Uh, you find her resume. Uh, she's listed on things like LinkedIn and on other job sites. You can see she's kind of like listed herself as a candidate. Uh, she lists a year's worth of experience at Gimme, as well as a few other sort of uh, internships in and around Montreal. She's like 26, so it's not like she's just out of school. It's just a bad job market. Mm-hmm. And like, how deep can I lurk into her Facebook? Um, it's actually pretty, we'll say her profile is pretty public if you want to use your other success for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's a pretty public profile. You can't get everything, but you can get posts. You can get photos. Um, you, is there any like suspicious friends or people that stand out? Um, she does have, uh, she is Facebook friends, uh, with Jerome Mann. She is friends with Eric Brooks. She is definitely not friends with Sheila Mann. Um, but, uh, you notice, uh, that you actually have one, uh, mutual friend, uh, who is Seth Hazlitt, uh, the founder and CEO of Gimme. You seem to vaguely remember Emily saying that you met him at some fundraiser, but Emily collects names. Like, as, as your Stanley Tucci, she just yeah, collects names and, add, like, she friends the appropriate people and declines the appropriate people. So you have one mutual connection. It's actually not Stanley Tucci. That's Emily. Yeah. Emily. And Emily. And, yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> it's the Emily's Emily. Yes, the Emily's Emily. It's Emilyception. Um, wicked. <clears throat> so it's Tony Hale and Veep, who's just like, yes. eh, this is the person that's reviewed by them. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary. Oh, Gary. Dear sweet Gary. Um, so you can see that um, her most recent posts. There's uh, you get a lot of kind of uh, live, laugh, love kind of posts from her, which you also kind of got from the Instagram. So there's one um, listed uh, about two months ago that's kind of like. Uh, just want to thank my my friends and family. Give me. It's been a wonderful experience. Like the road goes on. And then a few kind of like increasingly to your eye, kind of vaguely desperate ones about like, just got to keep looking forward. Mm-hmm. Future's bright. And just, there's a few of those. And um, yeah, other than that, just again, you're seeing lots of very carefully curated lifestyle photos. Yeah. So like, I know I've got my successes, but with that on any of those platforms, is there any, like, am I able to use her email address or anything to try to find like her not public profiles hmm i mean like how how, how does how? Uh, yeah okay so i'll make you roll for it let's make it a rouse check um and since this is the first time you're fucking with this i think maybe this is you trying to see if you can apply your since you're still getting used to your, your extrasensory powers mm-hmm. see if you can apply them to the internet like if you can guide a search yeah that kind yeah. of yeah because I think we can argue that with the amount of life people put online, there's something kind of to the idea of it. So go ahead and roll a rouse check. Mm, no. Oh, so hungry. Uh-huh. Well, so the good news is it works. You're just getting hungry hungrier. For it. Just hungry. Hungry like the wolf. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to throw one classic uh, rock or pop song reference into <laughs> each arc from now on. Uh, we'll have a great soundtrack by the end of the series. Um, okay, so... That's interesting. Yes, you use her email. Um, I'm going to say you you managed to find um, a couple of locked groups that she's uh, following on Facebook. 
and from that, you can kind of ascertain she has another. She definitely has another account, but you can't find what what it is. But there is definitely there's there's definite activity from her on something else. Okay. Is that what you were looking for? Yeah, because I'll put Emily on it to hack into it. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, cool. Yeah, that's great. So you text Emily the the details. Um, and did you, would you call her or text her? I text her. Text her. Okay. Great. Uh, no, no, I would voice. Memo her. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so the the image we have then, as we um, you know you know exactly I what do. I mean. I'm I sent her a it. nice little voice gross. memo. Uh, I'll, yeah, so uh, you guys pull up to the uh, um, you're going to the law office. Is that correct? Yeah, that makes. Just, I was gonna say I'll, I'll have hung back and made a phone call because I like Everett and voice memos going on. But basically, I want to call the uh, the Bear Boys and get them to send a car full of guys. And I'm like, you got okay, everybody, I need you to dress up like an undercover cop. Like, I need you to look sort of like a policey asshole. I need you to find this Sheila man. She's married to some fucking guy. And I give along like the information that I have from the case. And I'm like, I need you to make sure she's okay because everybody here is about the case. And I think this lady could get fucking whacked. So just go to the house. If she sees you, you got sent by Harvey Grimm. Keep her fucking safe. That's it. Well, how do they know how to get to the house? I'm just going to tell them to look it up online, essentially. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, and then, yes, then I'll just go along and do whatever. Okay. Great. So you I'm guys like, pull up. Uh, you pull like up we got to get the file so we can get her address so we can help her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everett, a cop from the 70s. <laughs> you pull up to the law offices, and as you do so, uh, Iris, you step out, and you take your phone, cup it in both hands, and you just hold it up to your mouth. Uh, and what's the voice memo you send to to Emily? Uh, please include stops or periods or commas wherever you feel you need to say them. No, it, because it's it's legitimately you know how people. It's not like it's, like it's, not, it's, not, it's not it's not voice dictation. Uh, it's literally a voice. You okay, know I thought people, you were doing the douchier thing where you just walk around and be like, to no. text. Yes, exactly. It's not like, speech to text. It's Emily, literally period. like the newest thing people are doing because people are starting to send them to me. I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, is I that hate that. They literally, you, you record your voice and just send that. You text of the a text. voicemail. Yeah, uh, you text a voicemail, basically. Uh, me <laughs> which no is like even, you. yeah, I know, which is even worse. Uh, I worked I worked in an office once uh, that was a, a tech firm that dealt mostly in boomers and they would walk, everyone would just walk around the office with their like phone in their mouth just being like, Comma, I need to go to West, comma, stop, oh, delete West. And you're just like, God, just type it. Just type it. <laughs> Fuck, that's awful. I hate that. My friend and I used those voice memos, uh, but we, we did it like three years ago, and it was just to do bad impressions of Jay-Z back and forth to each other, where we, it was just audio recording one word, Shaboy! Just over and over again. <laughs> and we just try and get higher and higher pitched. The the, the retro low tech version of this is when I was you know, like younger. My friends and I, instead of writing notes back and forth to each other, would record messages to each other on cassette tape and then give it to you. <laughs> and then they record the response and give it back to me. So we'd literally have a cassette conversation that we could have had in person. Yep. I nice. like it though. That's it's a mixtape <laughs> of, of messages. Literally a mixtape of messages. Okay. So, right, so what's let's your get message for? Memo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Em, miss you. Hope you're feeling good. <laughs> just a little scooch of a favor. Um, I, I'm just helping the boys out with this little mystery, mystery, sort of a m potential murder situation. Um, there's this girl called um, Dominique Looney, and I've been kind of like stalking her on the internet and found a few things, and it seems like she might have some private emails or some private, like, Facebook profiles or in some private groups. So if you could just like, you know, 
slide into that real quick. Just let me know if there's anything important because, you know, I, we're trying to make sure she's not dead. Okay, thanks. Bye. Uh, you get one back a couple of minutes later being like, uh, uh, hey, hey, um, okay, um, um, I think, is this, does this, is this how this works? I hope it's recording. Okay, great. Um, yep, on it, Iris. Uh, period. Okay, send. <laughs> send. Oh, oh, shit. And then you just hear tapping. Uh, <laughs> and um, then it came through. Um, cool. Great. So you arrive at the offices of, um, uh, I said Brooks and Mann, right? Not yeah. Mann and Brooks? Yeah, Brooks, Mann and Associates. Brooks, Mann and Associates. Yeah. Um, you arrive at the law offices of Brooks, Mann and Associates, and honestly, it's uh, it's definitely on the classier end of, of defense lawyer offices. Like, you walk up, um, it's, uh, now you're probably coming up on 10 p.m., so the office is closed, um, but uh, you can tell that, um, you know, it's a... It's not like a Salino and Barnes, if that makes any sense, uh, or a Saul Goodman's office from Breaking Bad. It's like, it's a fancy ass law office. Sure. Uh, like when, they have a floor in a building, kind of uh, thing. Like, yeah, like you, you. Are we downtown? Yeah, you, you yeah, drive downtown. Okay. It's um, they've got um, sort of the the third floor of like a nice office tower. You're able to get up to it because like the the building itself is still open. Okay. Um, and kind of like massive glass windows, uh, and you can see a guy inside vacuuming. Um, and uh, yeah, you. I think from Iris, from just you being around the finer things, um, <clears throat> you can tell this place is, it's nice, but it's trying too hard. Um, so you, you can see that there's a lot of overt shows of, of comfort and luxury, but they seem very put on. Um, Ridley, you've been around uh, enough nice stuff in like a cranky way that like this just, it, it almost feels like a show. Like there's columns inside. It's just, everything's a little too... Too done up. Yeah, I, I like crack my knuckles and say, you know what I love about rich defense lawyers? Not one of them's a good person. <laughs> <laughs> and then they turn to everyone. I'm like, you drive the bus, but when you need somebody to come in a little scary, just give me a nod. So um, the office is closed. You do, however, notice that there is like a, like an after hours uh, phone number you can call. That's kind of like, we're here to protect you. In case of emergency, please call this number. And then there's like a little asterisk and it says like, <laughs> overnight charges apply. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's always a lawyer, um, or someone, probably a junior clerk or something on, on staff you can talk to. Alternatively, there is a guy vacuuming. Um, I'll, uh, I'll get the attention of the guy vacuuming. Mm -hmm. Um, is he inside the law office on like the side of like big glass yes. doors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are he's, they locked he's, he's doors, inside. I take it then? Yeah. So I'm just going to start knocking on, on the glass, um, tapping on the glass. So he comes over and, uh, he turns on an intercom and he's just like, Oh, hi. Uh, sorry, the offices are closed right now, um, but uh, there's a number, as you can see, just any kind of like gesture. So the, the sign that two of, of the three of you just read, yeah. uh, and that one of you stared up blankly <laughs> uh, just to the left of the door. It's like, uh, yep, uh, one, of, uh, one of our staff would be very happy to handle any, any requests you have, but unfortunately, we're closed for the evening. Yeah, hi there. I, I understand. Um, I'm actually a private investigator working in tandem with the law office. I've Look, I was out extra late tonight working on a case. Uh, this needs, I've got a file here that needs to get in there. I need to basically make my report by tomorrow morning. Well, tomorrow morning, it'll be too late. I need to get into one of the computers now. Just type up a quick report. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I absolutely cannot let someone in without uh, one of the partners being on site, but I'm happy to take the file for you. Okay, well, look, uh, where's, uh, where's Eric or, or uh, Jerome? They're, they know me. Uh, well, that, that's fine, sir. Uh, but both of them have uh, specifically requested not to be uh, not to be bothered tonight. Um, uh, Mr. Mann um, has taken the next couple days off, and 
Uh, Mr. Brooks is actually, uh, he's attending a, a rather large event tomorrow, so he, he also, he's technically here, but he's not really here. Oh, excuse me, a private investigator Fry, maybe he would like to speak to your partner, Miss Charisma. <laughs> you know, I was thinking Wait, just your the partner's same thing. Charisma Carpenter? <laughs> uh, see for yourself. And I gesture to Iris. Um, and also, um, as, as you two, I assume, start to engage in conversation, Iris, are you, are you... Sure. Gonna take the ball here? Yeah, yeah, if you need me. I'm just gonna lean over into uh, Ridley's ear and be like, this cleaning guy sure knows a lot about the comings and goings of this law office. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. So little people know more than they should. Here's the deal. If this works, great. If it doesn't work, I'll just throw a bunch of cash and hold it up against a glass. <laughs> so, Iris, um, how do you want to try and talk? A, what's your objective? And B, how do you want to try and, and get at this guy? Um, I'll definitely... I think... The best tactic is to play the client rather than the partner. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the client that 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 Ridley has needs to get the report in for. You mean Everett? Yep. Sorry, okay. for Everett. Um, <laughs> there are two idiots, and we've just put you in charge because we're doing yeah. a bad job. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll definitely try and play out the 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 ditzy rich mistress okay and miles if you could just re- refresh my memory you have auspice what's your other power because i think you actually have i have presence presence yeah, she, she can put the whammy on awe. if she wants i have awe and I think you have like the weird kiss one too right yeah i do okay so <laughs> both of these could work very well for you um Da, 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 da. Can use this power not during feeding. Adds extra presence to. Okay, so the vampire's kiss is actually just about eating people, so you yeah. don't need that one. No, necessarily. I didn't think that that was <laughs> um, one that I needed. But awe, awe's good. Awe's very good for you, and it's mm-hmm. free. God, all of your skills are free. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I did that on purpose. All right, so <laughs> give me um, performance. Well, actually, you could use persuasion or performance. Persuasion, please. Great. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I regret everything. Um, and you can add uh, your presence rating to this check as well. Where is that? Uh, it's the number of dots you have in presence of your skill, whatever that is. Presence, you got one dot. So. Okay. Yeah, so that's for, for your but powers. But then it's plus, plus one to that, right? Yeah. And then plus however, one to persu- persuasion, perform, and charisma. So I get it, yes. So I get yes. The next one. And then swap out however many you need to for the appropriate hunger dice. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus, it's three. It's half the dice. Half the uh, dice Okay, pool. and your goal is to play the client. Is that correct? Yeah, kind of Kind of some... I feel like... I don't know. Almost a situation of, like, maybe taking one of the partners, mean, like, I'm their mistress, they're helping me out of the of a messy divorce, and if you don't let me in... Okay. All right. They're going to be very upset, and I'll I'll call Pookie. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that could be any of the lawyers at this firm. Yeah. So he immediately, as soon as uh, as soon as uh, he, like they they turn to you, your awe begins to have effect, and he's just like, "Oh, um, hi, ma'am," and he turns off the vacuum. <laughs> he's been vacuuming for. He's <laughs> he was talk- talking to me over a vacuum. Yes. <laughs> I don't like him at all. <laughs> the disrespect. I also like that this isn't Everett. It's just Tyler. Being yeah. Mad. The disrespect. All right, Miles, go ahead. Uh, He's got a jump to have not been rolling well tonight. I mean, disagree. Your rolls have been entertaining and delightful.
Hi, friends. It's Ryan here, and I am excited to invite you to join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon. It's a great way for you to help our team keep creating shows that you love, and it's a cool opportunity for you to get neat things, too. At the $1 level, we have a Patreon-exclusive Discord, so you can chat with other listeners and our cast in spoiler and non-spoiler channels so anyone can tag in. At the $5 level, we offer ad-free feeds for a bunch of our shows, so you won't have to hear us advertising our Patreon anymore. At $15, you get to submit names for NPCs, places, and things that we have to use in the shows, and we also have a Tips, Tricks, and Traps video where you can submit questions that our GMs and DMs, myself and Tom, will answer for you. And at $25, you can create your own NPC to join one of our active shows and get a special thank you at the end of every episode we produce. We've got a bunch of tiers where you can join, so please head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Please help support us, and we'll keep new episodes coming. Hey, everybody. Tom McGee here, your friendly neighborhood DM. And I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to our shows. I hope you're having a great time. Obviously, we are. I'm probably really stressed because they're, they're probably doing something horrible to me right now. But uh, I hope you're enjoying it, and uh, we're enjoying you being here. And listen, if you want to get a little bit more involved uh, in our show and with the various things we do, you can check out patreon.com slash dice where you can find more information about how you can become a part of the show, how you can screw with me on air, how you can add names and all that sort of stuff. And it's a great way to support us in our ongoing dumb adventures. So thanks very much for joining us. And I will see you out there in the dumbverse. Three. Three successes? Yeah. Okay. So um, he, he immediately, like, the color drains from his face. Um, and uh, he says, oh, oh, oh no. Um, I... Which, I don't know which Pookie you're referring to, but they're all very scary. Uh, l- l- listen, I, I'm, this is, look, I, I've only been here for a month. Uh, I thought filing, being, being a clerk here would be much more exciting than vacuuming, but um, they, they're, they're kind of weird. So, I'm sorry, you, you, need, you need access to a computer or you're going to call Pookie? I am. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, it's okay, love. If you let me in, I'll, t- I'll protect you. Oh, thanks, ma'am. I, I really, I really need this job. It's, it's very hard doing the law. I don't know if clerk's the right term for me, but I, the, the keeper doesn't really know law terms. <laughs> it is in Montreal. <laughs> Quebec courts are weird. We oui, c'est vrai. Uh, so the, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he immediately like does a bunch of locks from the glass doors and, um, and slides went open and he, he turns to you ever. And he's like, oh, I am, I'm so sorry, sir. I had no idea you were working for, um, uh, for one of our gold card, uh, associates, and he he winks at you, Iris. And I, I'm just gonna like, like, like in like I mean, I'm assuming I'm in heels. Waddle up to him, like I can't. I forgot how to walk in them, mm-hmm. and just lean ever so slightly in and kiss him on the cheek and say, "Thanks, Pookie." Uh, you get in close, and you can see the throb of his blood. <laughs> like <laughs> a, he's very attracted to you. B, man, so so close, you could almost bite. Here's a question to you, Iris. No. You're not going to snack? No. Nope. All right. Uh, he says, okay, uh, thank you, ma'am. Uh, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. What's your name? Linda. Linda. Okay, that's great, Linda. Uh, uh, so, um, sorry, uh, sir, you said you needed access to um, one of the, the partner's computers. Which partner are you working for? I'm sorry. I, I, this will be a fast answer. Jerome Mann is our target. Here we go. Thank anything. you. Uh, Mr. Mann, Jerome Mann. Oh, yes, uh, of course. Mr. Mann. Um, and uh, he... Uh, he looks at you, Iris. Iris, uh, remind me, what color is your hair? Brown, like dark, brown? dark brown. Okay. Looks at you, he says, um, you're, uh, oh, you're, you're, you're much more beautiful than you described, uh, if you don't mind me saying so, Linda. Uh, right this way. 
And um, so he leads you into an office with the like, it's a, uh, it's not a corner office. It's next to the corner office, but it is very large. Okay. Um, and this is like classic, like giant heavy wooden desk, law tomes on the wall. Um, there's a lot of pictures of um, a guy who looks uh, kind of like an elevated used car salesman. Uh, so just like slick blonde hair. Uh, a winning grin that doesn't quite reach his eyes. And there's, you know, a photo of him fishing. Um, there's a um, uh, sort of photos of uh, um, him with his wife. Uh, they're both golfing. Uh, you can see his degrees on the wall. Um, there is uh, a picture of uh, him with uh, a number of people. And they all seem to have um, hunting rifles. They seem to be on a hunting trip of some sort. Um, there's a, a mounted fish on the wall. You can see he's definitely an outdoorsy type. Um, and uh, at his computer is just the the most up to date Mac you could possibly have, mm. um, but uh, otherwise the office uh, is is fairly fairly well kept. Okay. Um, I'll uh, I'll sit down to the desk um, and is uh, wh- what's this guy's name? Do we get his name? Uh, no, the uh, the junior clerk who's junior vacuuming. Clerk, yeah. Uh, you did not get his name. His name is. Well, what does his name say on his uniform? Because uh, they usually have, like... Yeah, except he is actually just a law clerk who oh. works here. I, I, I'll, I'll sit down at the desk yep. and say, uh, what's your name? Oh, uh, my name is um, uh, Vic. Great, Vic. Uh, close the door on the way out. Like, I, I just want to dismiss him. Oh, um, and he leans in and he goes, sir, do you mean to tell me that I've done an acceptable job cleaning the floors? Um, I wouldn't say that. You kept me and my associates from getting in immediately. Uh, we had to involve uh, my client's uh, significant other in order to, to, to sway you. I would say your presence is impeding my progress because I am irritated by you. I, I, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, please, uh, Miss Linda, you'll, you'll tell them I did right. Good, right? I, I, I want to be a partner by, by 25. That's my goal. I'll see what I can do. Yes, you did it, Vic. This is the greatest day of your life. He trips on the vacuum on the way up. I'm just like, door, Vic, door, door. Oh, 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 don't mind me. It is like, great. And then here, thump, thump, thump. Oh, oh, God. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh. <laughs> I hope Linda didn't see that in here. <laughs> and then um, the, uh, the glass door closes. Okay. We're looking for any indication that this guy was speaking with Dominique or going to meet her at that motel. Any other information that comes up from that might help us figure out what happened there. All right, so here's a question. Iris, you looked at photos of the lady. Are you prettier than her? Of of the one that was kidnapped? Of the, of the, the mistress, right? Because that's who he was meeting at the, I think the motel. Dominic Looney. Yeah, I think How you can... How can you compare that? <laughs> I was just saying, because the, the guy who left, he said... Oh, you're prettier than he said, which was this office, which is this guy. So he's talking about, uh, maybe. Yeah, or he's got multiple mistresses. <laughs> he's I, probably talking about Sheila Mann. Well, so you Oh, can, she said mistress, though. Yeah, I think uh, what you can take from that is um, the iris particularly for you. He was described... Like, you get the sense that um, he may have confused you for Dominique. He didn't necessarily know her name, mm-hmm. but he knew that she was like a sporty blonde. Okay. So it's, it's, yeah, I think collectively you're kind of like, he mistress knew, confirmed. <laughs> knew of a mistress, did not know mistress's name, but had probably like maybe even seen pictures, but more likely because he's low on the, the chain, likely just heard about mistress. Office okay. gossip kind of thing. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I want to start by going through the drawers of this guy's desk. Um, 
Uh, and I mean, we're not going to be able to log into his computer, are we? At least uh, Everett and Ridley aren't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, Tom, I'll be going around and just like checking drawers. I'm also just looking for stuff to boost because this guy seems like he kind of sucks. Uh, but I'm okay with but that. But Ridley is doing uh, the classic, like he's reaching every, he's touching everything with a shirt. He's not going to leave prints anywhere in this office. Sure. And Iris, what would you like to do? I'm probably going to sit on like one of the comfy chairs and text or message, like private message. Um, uh, was it Seth Hauslett? Yes. I'm going to like message him pretending like we, I actually remember who he is and that we're like know each other and be like, Hey hun, um, just got a couple questions. If you're in Montreal, maybe we should get together. It's not like a late night you up. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is, this is the rich affluent pr- version of a you up. Oh, hey, I just want to make some connections. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, so, Everett, you're checking the desk drawers? Going through the desk, yeah. All right, so you open them up. Um, you can tell that, uh, you get the sense that this guy is probably mostly digital and that, uh, he's clearly far enough up the chain that he has to show up at meetings and seem important. Um, but, uh, a lot of the work must be done by the, the Vicks of the world. Uh, in one drawer, you find a very, very fine bottle of scotch, uh, two glasses, um, a bunch of like cigars rolling around. Uh, you find some condoms. Uh, you find Ugh, some Viagra. It pig. matches the the same things you found in the um, the wash kit. Yeah. Uh, the bottom drawer in Mad Men style has like a couple of brand new in the package white shirts, uh, just in case he comes back a bit ruffled. Um, you don't find uh, sort of much law stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you. Do, however, find uh, divorce papers uh, that are um, seem to be kind of um, more being reviewed than, you know, uh, like they're not signed. Uh, in fact, they have uh, two yellow tabs on them for sign here. Uh, but those are left blank for Sheila's name. Uh, he has filled in his name and signed them. What's the date of the signature for a legal document you date it? Yeah, he uh, he dated it uh, about a week and a half ago. Oh, he's been hanging on to him for a while. I'll put those up on the desk um, and and keep searching. Sure. Um, <clears throat> you. The only other thing of note you find is um, an empty cufflink box that uh, matches. Like, if you clearly like took if you opened your inventory menu and took <laughs> out the the uh, cufflink, it clearly matches the. How about box. the design of this box? Does it expand on what LGS might stand nope, for or uh, anything like that? Nope. It's just a, it's a small, uh, to, your, to your eye, like possibly too fancy box. It's like cherry wood inside. It's like a velvet cushion. Like it seems like a very expensive box for, for cufflinks. Okay. Um, the box also feels handcrafted. Like it doesn't feel machined. Uh, Ridley. So you're looking for stuff to boost. Yeah. You find some very expensive looking pens. Um, ah, fuck it, I'll take those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was getting nothing. He seems like a dick. There's not much here. I think maybe the most useful thing for you is um, you're not sure what the what's in any of his files, but I think you just sort of grab if it looks f- like thick enough. Basically, f- back from your like pre Note Nostra days, like if this looks like the kind of file you've seen defense lawyers bring into cases. Um, maybe grab some of those. Yeah, some nice blackmail fodder. Uh, and I'm also, uh, Ridley, despite the fact that he can't read normally, is capable of looking over financial records. So mm-hmm. anything that would seem useful in terms of, like, bank account numbers for clients or any of that shit. I, I mean, boost. again, there's there's a lot of files. Most things are digital. All right, um, I'll just take anything that looks thick sure. and juicy. Um, 
All right. Uh, and ever were you going to try and log into his computer? Or is that more of a, you'll try and get Iris to do it later? Yeah. Or just like turn it on and see what happens. Yeah. So you turn yeah, it on. I'll move the mouse and just yeah, see you move what the, the wake mouse, up screen it, is. It wakes up. Um, it's a, uh, a photo of um, sort of him with his foot up on a dead lion. Um, like a just like a huge mane, uh, dead. He's got a, a very very high powered um, sort of assault weapon, hunting assault weapon. He's for some reason wearing forest camo, even though he's clearly in in uh, the desert, not the desert, but you know you know what I mean, mm-hmm. Savannah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's got a, like a the the cursor's blinking at a at a login. The uh, the name under it is J Money. J Money. Um, so do you need a password? Yep. All right, so what do we know about this guy? Uh, all right, Iris, you got the best read on people. If you had a guess what a man like this would use as his password, what do you think it would be? Hmm. Try Big Dick Energy. B-I-G. B-I-C-K-E-N-E-R-G-Y. It shakes, but it doesn't open. Nope. Ah, uh, we got L- LSG, you said, was on his cufflink. Yeah. Well, I'll try it. To type in LGS, uh, no dice. Uh, you said you found condom. What's his condom brand? I check. Magnum. You M-A-G. suspect he probably doesn't need it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nope, also does not, uh, does not fly. Okay. Um, how about... Uh, Big game hunter. Uh, similarly, no dice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But no, I, think, I think we can run the series to the end we of this. Just, Let's just play this game keep, forever. You could. Uh, How much more time we got in the episode? <laughs> yeah. Well, what else uh, What else do you know about him? Uh, well, we know that he likes to sleep around. Sorry. Now I'm just brainstorming as Tyler. Um, uh, what's uh, what's uh, Mistress's name? He seemed to be bragging about that. If that wasn't a secret, maybe that's an office secret. Well, it's Dominique Looney. That was a Cockney accent. Is Dominique Looney? Oh man, I didn't know you travelled. Yeah, try it. <laughs> um, so you type in uh, Dominique, and sure enough, the computer uh, opens up. So he's got an overly crowded desktop. Um, Jesus, <laughs> I'm blown away by the icons. It's a fucking mess. It's just like a lot of PDFs layered on top of each other. Uh, for the purposes of of skipping password games, etc. Um, what's what specifically do you want from the computer? Emails. Um, his correspondence stuff is going to be important. Um, and um, God, what else would we be looking for in his computer? Um, you can also, I would say, um, if you want to just kind of uh, thumb drive it for the just simplicity's sake, if you just <laughs> want to be like, I just like drag his doc file onto a thing and, and take that with us so we can refer to it later. That's fine. Um, I know it's hard to like I was, I'd science this without, yeah, doing it. Uh, uh, like it, I guess Ridley would just be like, uh, check for Harvey Grimm, check for the wife's info, uh, see if this guy, I don't know. Yeah, I would like keyword yeah. search like names in his email. Okay, sure. Um, so there's no reference to Harvey Grimm anywhere. Private Eye? Nothing. No, okay. No, no, no. Um, you, uh, can you, actually, can you roll me, <laughs> this is going to be bad for everyone to suspect, uh, can you roll me wits and technology, please? Three successes. Not yeah. bad. 
Turns out you're good at icons. Um, all right, so I'll give you uh, three uh, three pieces of information you want. So what are three three kind of questions you have for the computer? I want to find his confession letter to all the crimes. <laughs> um, My name is Keanu Batista. <laughs> um, These I, can also be like big broad statements if you want. Yeah, uh, well, I think I would, I would search up for uh, Dominique, mm-hmm. um, any correspondence with her. Um, and also LSG, LSG, uh, LGS, 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 um, and also the addresses of the Motel 5 and Harvey's, uh, office. Okay. Yes. So you can see there's nothing, you, you don't get anything from Harvey. Okay, so that's really that really is a dead end here. Okay. Yeah, for now, at least. Um, you do find that he instructed his assistant to um, book uh, today and tomorrow off. Um, you don't see the address to the motel, but that also tracks with Harvey saying that uh, Dominique booked it. Um, you do, however, see an e-transfer for what you would assume to be two nights at this motel uh, to Dominique Looney. Is there a memo for the e-transfer or no. a secured question? Uh, it just, it just says XO. Okay. Uh, and I guess like looking forward to, to tonight. Okay. Um, you see, let's see, what else can I give you from this? Um, <clears throat> okay. So in terms of LGS, there is, um, uh, you see an email, uh, to, uh, Eric Brooks, that um, just says, uh, yo, bro, uh, is are we still on for LGS this weekend? Haven't heard anything. Let me know, J-Money. And there's um, no response? The response from Eric Brooks is just like, um, oh, um, hi, Jerome. Uh, no, haven't heard anything. Just as in the dark as you are. Kind of weird. Make alternate plans, I guess. Have a good weekend, Eric. Um, and, um, uh, just looking around his office is like one of those like big window yep. kind of things. So getting a lot of sunlight. I just ruling out vampirism. Yeah. 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 This is the, there. And you don't see any blinds. Like this is clearly yeah. meant to be a look upon my, my empire place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. New theory as we're collecting more information. I think Sheila Mann might be more directly involved than we thought. I have a feeling, uh, as we can see here on the desktop, um, and knowing that he's part of some pretty exclusive clubs, that he does some big game hunting uh, with some serious firepower. Now, someone was shot with a shotgun in his hotel room, and I suspect it was him. I think maybe Sheila found out and blew him away. It's lovely when things come around full circle and you just get to know it. All right, that's pretty good. Uh, She's the only one I can think of who would have direct access to his guns that he might have at home. All right, so we could check with her. We got this Eric Brooks fella. And uh, if we really want to know what's going on with the man, what we've learned from Emily and Iris and these other fancy people, there's an assistant who knows exactly what's going on. Where do we want to go next? Also, we should check for video cameras here. And then maybe break him. <laughs> uh, Emily, ah, fuck. Uh, Iris, mm-hmm. you receive a message back uh, a few minutes after you message Seth. Uh, and um, for the purposes of role play in the audio medium, we'll just act this as a conversation, but please imagine it being... DMs. DMs, yeah. Text away. Yep. Yeah. so, yeah, it's <laughs> just like 10 minutes of us going... 
Ding. Uh, okay, so um, you get a message being like, oh, Iris, I'm so happy to hear from you. That's totally awesome. I, I honestly, after we met at uh, TechFest uh, <laughs> 17, um, was really hoping uh, to get to know you better. I'm a big fan of your work. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're big fans of you here at Gimme. In fact, uh, one of your poems is on one of the bathroom mirrors uh, here in, at, the, at West Bathroom. That's the fancy one. Um, we like to be inspri- inspired here at Gimme uh, whenever, whenever, wherever we go. Um, so whenever people see their reflection, they kind of see yours as well. So nice to hear from you. How's it going? Oh, you know, things are going well. And it's so lovely to hear about my poem. I'm all about that hashtag inspo life. It's like, <laughs> it's like hashtag, you know it, hashtag inspo life. But he spells it with like an R. And he's like a star. Hashtag inspo life. <laughs> Sorry, autocorrect. Am I right? That's okay. So you said you had some questions. I actually have one for you too, but you go first. Yeah, listen, I just recently met this lovely girl um, named Dominique Looney, and she had some lovely things to say about Gimme, and I'm considering hiring her for my team, and I was just wondering, like, what she's like and what what her time there was like. Oh, Dominique, yeah, totally, LOL. She was one of our... Hashtag temporary, hashtag awesome, hashtag team members. Uh, we had her as an intern a while back. She was great. I'm so glad she had a good experience here. Um, yeah. Uh, well, look, Gimme is always looking for new investors. And, you know, if you want to get on that train and help in hashtag inspo life, the next generation of tech startups, we got a spot for you. And honestly, Iris, I feel like it's dumb that we've been running in different circles this whole time. We should be hashtag one family. And then he sends like a weird like hugging gift from friends. Where they're all hugging. Yeah. Um, and he sends one of Simba being held up. And he's like, oh, sorry. No, Giffy fucked up on that one. Anyway, <laughs> listen. Um, I'm actually I'm actually holding a party. Uh, if you want to come learn more. Also, I, there's some other people who would really like to meet you. And honestly, got to tell you, I'd be hashtag honored if you'd hashtag be my hashtag guest of honor. Um, hashtag so flattered. Um, yeah, I'll definitely give it a think if my schedule will allow it. But listen, I really need to know about this, Dominique. Like... I want to hear the real tea because I know you're the type of person that tell me it to me straight. Well, our junior members don't get too much FaceTime with the CEO. You know how it is. Hashtag hierarchy. Hashtag too busy. But she seemed cool. Yeah, but I mean, if you could like get any info for me, I'd super appreciate it. Well, I'm kind of busy planning my party. It's tomorrow night. Yeah, so maybe if I come, we could chat about it. I mean, sure, if that's what gets you here. Hashtag desperate. Hashtag just kidding. Hashtag not kidding. I think I hate our show now. (laughs) Yeah. what happens when one of the characters is an influencer (laughs) this is hashtag true yes that wasn't a message that was tom because now i talk like this uh seth you really are an awesome person and i'm really glad i reached out so yes hopefully we'll see you tomorrow night just let me know if you get any of that info great i'll have my ever uh, my trevor uh message your emily great thanks he's got a trevor and then I probably send like a couple star, like the the smiley face with stars in their eyes, and a couple really lame hashtags about inspirational hashtags. He hearts all of them, but yeah. doesn't respond. Yeah, um, wicked. And then you receive a calendar invite to um, uh, from uh, a, a guy named Trevor, uh, who's clearly Seth's um, Emily. And then I click interested because you got to play hard to get. <laughs> Um, sure. Um, you're interested to see, though, uh, that it says um, LGS Gathering. <laughs> guys. Uh, and it's set for yeah. uh, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Yeah, uh, guys, we're going uh, we're going to a party tomorrow at 7. 
Iris, we're in the middle of a case. What do you mean we're going to a party? I just shoved the phone in his face. Well, I'll shut up now. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, featuring storyteller Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Tom McGee, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis, and Traffic by Kai Engel, and all our ads use tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dumb Dumbs and Dice, you can visit our website at dumbdumbdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumbdumbdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can also get merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumbdumbdice and you can join our Patreon of Darkness, patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 ah. Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.